I've done several tornado episodes of this podcast, and many involve the sunshine state of Florida. But this one reads like an old Hardy Boys book when they called it The Night of the Tornadoes. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. The 1998 Kissimmee tornado outbreak of February 22nd through the 23rd was a devastating tornado outbreak, the deadliest tornado event in Florida history, as a matter of fact. This day in weather history. I have been tapped on the shoulder to spend time in Orlando for the Weather Network filing stories on how amazing the weather is there and that all Canadians need to be there when winter sets in and freezes literally everything. I'm actually forever grateful for that because every time I go, it truly is a great time. I love Orlando. Let me just be on record for saying that. Now, I know that they have Disney World and Universal theme park, but there is just something so neutral about Central Florida that it feels more like home than either the northern or southern parts of the state. I mean, I love the state, but Orlando is just different. Also, tornadoes are not all that common the further you get from the Gulf of Mexico. That traditionally makes a total mess of the panhandle across the Tallahassee in the north, bordering Georgia and South Carolina. This outbreak hit particularly hard in what is known locally as the I-4 corridor of central Florida, including the greater Orlando area. These tornadoes then went on to be considered among the strongest ever recorded in Florida. What are the odds? There was... F3, and in some cases near F4, damage from this outbreak that killed, sadly, 42 people and caused 260 injuries. The previous record for the highest tornado death toll in Florida history was only 17, and that goes back to 1962. So this was not only proving my point that this is unusual for this state, the further you get from the Gulf Shores, but it also drives home that this was monumental. In the final tally, 12 tornadoes touched down, one of which was a long hauler, running wild for nearly 30 miles. That's close to 50 kilometers. The first major touchdown, the F3 tornado of the outbreak, came at around 11.40 at night in Winter Garden near Windermere in Orange County. It claimed the lives of three souls. The deadliest and most destructive of the 12 tornadoes hit in Kissimmee in St. Cloud, where 25 people died and produced near F4 damage. Only two other tornadoes in the history of the state, both rated F4, that was in 1958 and 1966, produced more intense damage. So I say again, this was a rare occasion. Another F3 hit in Seminole County near Sanford and in Volusia County, killing 13. Then, for its finale, the last tornado of the night was a weak, comparatively speaking, F1 that hit the town of Cape Canaveral in Brevard County. Over 3,000 structures were damaged, and more than 700 were completely destroyed. Hey, remember that today's episode is accompanied by a podcast video short. You can watch this two-minute version of today's story on television on the Weather Network in Canada or online anywhere you are at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio and include photos and video from when this violent outbreak tore through Florida and what it all looked like during and after it all happened. So after you listen to the rest of this episode, be sure to check out the podcast video short. And now, what happened? Radar data was showing several long-lived supercell thunderstorms that had developed over the eastern Gulf of Mexico affecting the Tampa Bay area. These cells would produce seven tornadoes between about 11 p.m. on the 22nd and 2.30 in the morning on the 23rd. 
also known as when everyone's sleeping. They were fueled by an abnormally strong jet stream with warm, humid air out ahead of its cold front. This is common for this region because of its proximity to the much warmer moist waters of the Gulf being pushed aggressively by the much colder and drier air mass sweeping in behind it from the north. This air mass then cuts across the Great Plains and that dramatically dries out the already cold Arctic air from Canada. This will always greatly increase the odds that conditions will be favorable for strong tornado development. And it did in a deadly and most memorable record-breaking way this day in weather history. Tomorrow is February 23rd and we are back in the Philippines for Typhoon Wutip, known locally there as Tropical Depression Betty. It would be the most powerful February typhoon on record, surpassing Typhoon Hygos of 2015. Remember that today's episode was accompanied by a podcast video short available right now on television in Canada on theweathernetwork.com and online at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. It's a two minute version of today's full episode. So now that you have listened here to everything, go watch the video version to actually see what happened. But then remember to be back here tomorrow to listen to this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.